Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. To make a mountain out of a molehill is an idiom that means to take something that's nothing and make a big to-do out of it. So what if we flip that on its head? In today's update, Pastor J.D. warns us that unfortunately, many have been making the mountain of Bible prophecy and claiming it's only a molehill. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you could become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on April 23rd, 2023. If an update like this accomplishes nothing more than encouraging those who think they're crazy, that they're not, then praise be unto God. Glory be to the Lord. Then this update has accomplished its intended end. No, you're not crazy. (laughs) I'm not going to take that any further (laughs) because we are all fallen. We're all a little bit crazy. Just look at your pastor and you'll... (laughs) Anyway, like I said, I'm not going to take that any further. And don't you take it further either. You laughed very fast on that one. That's all right. Now, please know that what I just said is said replete throughout Scripture, chiefly in the Revelation passages we just read. God is telling us what's going to happen before it happens, so when it begins to happen, will believe that He is the great I Am. And not only will we believe in the Lord, but will believe we're not crazy because it's in the Word of the Lord. So the next time the, is this mean, I hope not, the molehill Christian, the molehill Christian, the next time that molehill Christian, you know who I'm talking about, comes up to you and says something to you to the effect of, man, you're crazy, you, you've lost it. Just say, well, do you realize you're actually calling the Lord crazy? Because crazy thing, that crazy is right here in the Word. So the next time a molehill Christian makes you think that you're the one that's crazy, go back to the Word of God and you'll realize, wait a minute, no, I'm not crazy. I'm not losing my mind. It's right here. God said it. It's in His Word. He told us before that exactly what we see happening will happen, and now it's beginning to happen exactly as He said it would happen. I'm the one that's crazy. Prophecy foretelling. With specificity, by the way, 
that people will not repent of their sorcery? Doubtless many of you know by now that this word sorcery in the original language of the Greek New Testament is pharmakeia, pharmakia, where we get our English word for pharmacy or pharmaceutical. When you get to Revelation chapter 18 verse 23, we're told that all the nations on earth, all the nations on earth were deceived by what? Sorcery, pharmaceuticals. That's pretty specific. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'll expound on the mountain of evidence, if you will, proving that the world today is being deceived by said sorcery. So what follows are exhibits of sorts that I would like to enter into evidence so as to prove the case concerning what I'm going to call the COVID pharmaceutical sorcery. The COVID pharmaceutical sorcery. Exhibit A. It's a downloadable PDF file titled, COVID-19 Vaccine Provider Incentive Program. Listen to the first paragraph. Getting vaccinated against COVID-19 is one of the best and safest ways people can protect themselves and their families against the virus. As a participating practice in the COVID-19 provider vaccine incentive program, we recognize your hard work by offering incentives for helping patients make the choice to become vaccinated. Under the heading of how you can qualify for a bonus, is a graduating scale of dollar amounts based on vaccination percentages with the incentive of 75% vaccinating, earning as much as $250 for each individual that's vaccinated. Also, in the appendix, they provide examples of additional incentives illustrating the potential to receive significant bonuses totaling upwards of $6,000. Now this begs the question of why. Hear me out please. If this so-called virus is so deadly, and this so-called vaccine is so safe and effective, wouldn't it stand to reason that you would not have to offer incentives in order for people to be injected? Wouldn't people already have incentive and even be willing to pay for something like this instead of being paid for something like this? Am I crazy? Did that make sense? Does this make sense? What You have to implement incentive programs? Exhibit B. It's the updated 2023 International Classification of Disease Codes, also known as ICD-10 codes, which is a system used by physicians and other healthcare providers to classify and code 
All diagnoses, symptoms, and procedures recorded in conjunction with hospital care in the United States. Of particular note are the codes assigned to the immunization not carried out and under immunization status, while they delineate between immunization not carried out and under immunization. The common denominator between them is that, like with the incentives to vaccinate, so too are there consequences for those who don't vaccinate or under-vaccinate. And by consequences I mean that a patient who is coded, diagnosed in this way, will be given a diagnosis and subsequent procedure, which may include, and I'm quoting by the way, immunization safety counseling. What's that? Oh, I don't want to know. (laughs) But you get the idea, don't you? Listen carefully to the following codes. Z28-1. Immunization not carried out because of patient decision for reasons of belief or group pressure. Z28-2. Immunization not carried out because of patient decision for other and unspecified reason. Z2820, immunization not carried out because of patient decision for unspecified reason. This is not redundant. They're covering all angles. Z2821, immunization not carried out because of patient refusal. Z2829, immunization not carried out because of patient decision for other reason. Translated, if you come up with any reason to not get this thing, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter what you believe, doesn't matter what others are telling you, if you refuse this, we're going to diagnose you They're going to get a code, and we're going to take care of you. (laughs) Emphasis added. Well, it gets worse. You okay so far? Exhibit C. Exhibit C is the recently proposed amendments to the 2005 World Health Organization International Health Regulations, also known as IHR, What's the 2005 IHR? They are a legally binding agreement of 196 countries to build the capability to detect and report potential public health emergencies worldwide. 18 years ago, 
196 countries came together and agreed upon what is called the International Health Regulations from the World Health Organization. And now, 18 years later, they came together again to amend them. Here's a quote from this World Health Organization post on February 25th. Governments agreed on a way forward for updating the WHO International Health Regulations 2005, holding the first round of intensive discussions on more than, get this, 300 amendments, 300 proposed by countries to this globally agreed instrument. The IHR set out agreed approaches and obligations for countries to prepare for and respond to disease outbreaks and other acute public health risks. The proposed amendments come in response to the challenges posed by the COVID-19 pandemic. I hope you don't tire of me saying this, but the final pharmaceutical solution was not created for COVID-19, as it's called. COVID-19, as it's called, was created for the final pharmaceutical solution. I wanted to educate myself on this, and as I researched this, I came upon this analysis from Opinio Juris, which is very thorough, and it's also very well written. By the way, we have links for all of this. It'll be on a downloadable PDF from the website. I want to share with you a few excerpts from this analysis. The proposed amendments to the IHR will, if adopted, considerably increase the WHO's health emergency and, listen, biosurveillance powers. Biosurveillance powers. In section three under the heading, extending the scope of the WHO's executive emergency powers, that's the quote in the proposed amendment, they cite, and I quote, the WHO shall build institutional capacity that enables it to, page 14, establish a repository of cell lines to accelerate the production of similar biotherapeutics products and vaccines. Pages 23 and 26, build institutional capacity to globally coordinate infodemic management. Infodemic. You know the spell check and word? Don't you hate that? I don't think that's of God. I think that's a demon in that software. Puts a red line, and oh, the one that really gets me, just indulge me for a moment. I need to get this off my chest. The one that really gets me is when I paste a Bible verse into Word, 
and it puts that little green squiggly line like the grammar is incorrect. That's why I know it's a demon. It's the Word of God, anyway. So why do I mention that? Because infodemic, red line, not in the dictionary. So you got a choice. You can correct it to something close, or you can add it to the dictionary. Well, I had to add it to the dictionary just because of my sheer hatred for that red line underneath the apparently misspelled word. Well, so what is infodemic? Oh, it's a pandemic of misinformation, disinformation. There's actually a distinction between the two. So wait, you're quoting from apparently pages 23 and 26 of this amendment, and it's all about a global coordination to manage misinformation? Yeah. Listen to this. To counter the dissemination of false and unreliable information about public health events, preventative and anti-epidemic measures, and activities in the media, social networks, and other ways of disseminating such information. Does that sound familiar? In other words, we're going to censor you. I heard a very, very funny, comes from a Christian comedian. Yes, there's such a thing as a Christian comedian. (laughs) Actually, Tim Hawkins is his name. I just think this guy is so funny. He said this, what do you get when you cross ivermectin with hydroxychloroquine? Wait for it. You get well. (laughs) Okay, that's funny. It's true, too. (laughs) But they don't want you to know that. So there's going to be this global coordination to manage that and censor that and counter that, counter the dissemination of that, because it's going to get tagged and it's going to get blocked and they're going to put a notice. So you've seen these notices. I'm all too familiar with them across every social media platform, big black screen. What did I do? Exclamation mark, like I've committed the unforgivable sin. This violates. What did I violate? Well, you basically violated our narrative. You're violating and you're going against the narrative and the propaganda. That's why we're censoring you. Well, there's more. Pages 23, 34, and 36. To develop a system through which samples and genetic sequence data of pathogens capable of causing pandemic and epidemics or other high-risk situations are shared. And to develop an interoperability mechanism for secure global digital exchange of health information, pages 7 and 23, including for digital health certificates and contact tracing. There it is, right here. 
Ah, I see what you're doing. Oh, by the way, I know this might sound crazy. I know I might be accused of making a mountain out of a molehill, but um, that's exactly what it says right here that you're going to do. A global digital exchange of health information? And a digital health certificate and contact tracing? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Revelation 13. There's more. You okay? I'm going to add one more thing. Actually, I'm going to add two more things. I suppose we shouldn't be surprised when just a few weeks... (laughs) After these proposed amendments, Pfizer CEO Albert Borla signed an agreement with China to cooperate on improving the country's health coverage. Borla told CNBC that, quote, we are aligned very much with the China Healthy 2030 initiative, and we are trying to contribute as much as we can. (laughs) Really? Wait, China Healthy 2030 initiative. What is up with the year 2030? Another thing that makes you go, hmm. Agenda 2030, hmm. There's even more of a hmm when you subtract seven from 2030. Hmm. I like that hmm. So I'm going to say, don't take that further. Isn't that interesting? 2030, hmm. I'm including this in Exhibit C because China has already implemented the social credit score system, which will include, of all things, a digital vaccine passport, which comports with the proposed amendments I just quoted, specific to the, quote, global digital exchange of health information, including digital health certificates and contact tracing. I suppose this is probably as good of a time as any to just mention this in my time with the Lord. Again, as of late, I've just been struck with this. It's a compassion for people that today are being demonized. Example, China. China bad. Russia bad. Well, wait a minute. God loves the Chinese people. And oh, by the way, the Chinese people are coming to Christ by the multitudes. You'll never hear at this side of glory. They're coming to Christ by the multitudes. Russia, I've been to Russia twice. I love the Russian people. Russia bad. China bad. No, it's not China bad. It's the Chinese people. Jesus loves them. Jesus died for them. They're not the enemy. Russia, they're not the enemy. 
We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.